Today's Vad was dedicated La for Moshe Ben Shoshana, Bezat Hashem. Okay, so a couple of days ago in the Vad, I mentioned a safer called Tnuah Samosa. And I also mentioned that I didn't have it in my house. The next day, a couple of guys came to me with the set. So I have to watch what I say, right? But uh, I ended up, I was looking at it a lot, not a lot, but the few seconds that I have, and I want to talk about a few statements I saw in Tanua Samusa B'Shem Rabbi Sol Salanta, and then bring it into our sugya, right? So he says, talking about the importance of learning Musa and working on ourselves, Rabbi Sol Salanta says, Ha'odum gari ma'atzmoi b'meshech shivim shona, a person can live with himself. He's, he's his closest uh, person that he lives with for 70 years. Ve'ineinu ma'ke atzmoi. But he has no clue who he is. Right? So that's a very uh, strong statement. And basically, without limud Musa, a person will not truly understand himself. We're going to go into it a little bit deeper in a minute. Another line he says that Musa ain't a machadish. Musa is not machadish anything new. It's just who peseach sefer mar It just shows you how to see the truth in the sefer, what's applying to you. I mean, again, the same type of yesoid that a person can know kolatari kula, but he doesn't see how it pertains to him. So with Limud Musa, it's not mechadish anything. It just shows you what to focus on and what to pay attention on within yourself and with what it says in the Torah and how it applies to you. It's not a mechadish. It's only a magala. Which we'll try to masbe a little bit deeper. Okay. Now he also says a line which is really connected what he says in Or Yisrael a few times, which we're going to go into. He says, "Limud Musa imenu matzliach levatel as etzam averu." If Limud Musa won't succeed in getting you to stop doing the averu at first, hareu shoyle lepochas as tam averu. It will take away your flavor in the averu. Means it won't be as enjoyable because the inside of yourself is going to be bothered that you're doing it b'shas ma'isa, and that's already like a different world. We know the the halacha is that. If a, if a woman is mezana tachas bailo, right? There's two stages of marriage. In the time of the Gemara, they were really separate. We do them by the wedding all under the chuppah, but there's really two stages of marriage. There's a stage called erisin, and then there's the stage called nesuin. It's two separate stages. Back in the day, they used to have erisin, and a few months later, sometimes even a year later, they would do nesuin. So the halacha is that if a woman is mezane, when she's a arusa, her punishment is much more strict than the woman who's mezane when she is a nesua. Okay? Skila and chenek. And he, right? Herik. What is it for? Chenek. Chenek or herik? Married. Right. So it's a higher, it's a higher punishment. Right? Thank you, Binyam. So the question is that it should be the opposite. Why? 
because at the end of the day, when she's partially married, the rebellion is less. But when she's completely married, the rebellion is worse. So why is the punishment less? The punishment should be worse. So Rebellion Lepian brings down from the brother of the Maral, and he says that since when she's Arusa, she lives in Beisavia, she lives in her father's house. So she's not as nervous to get caught. So she has more enjoyment and pleasure from the Aver. As opposed to when she's Bezana Tachas Bailo, so since she's living in her husband's house, she's nervous to get caught. And Mamela, the enjoyment in the Aver is less. And he says that it's the same Avera, but based on the feeling of enjoyment of the Avera as opposed to being not enjoying it 100%, it's like two different worlds. Okay, That's a sugi and Hilchas Averas. But the point is, we'll talk about a Benegeya Hilchas Tshuva. Benegeya Hilchas Tshuva, for a person to change, is if he's totally comfortable with what he's doing, that's a different level of Avera because he's not going to change so fast. As opposed to if he's not comfortable with what he's doing, he's going to change very quickly. So that's what Bishol Salanta says. Even if Musa would not bring a person to immediate changes, but if it'll take away his enjoyment of Daver, which means that he's going to feel guilty or unhappy about what he's doing, Bishas Daver, that's already the person is one step closer. And it's a different level of Aver. It's a totally different Aver. Understand? And this is what Rabbi Rishol Salata says in Or Yisrael. Limud HaMusa Chayikra. Call him alive. A person who learns Musa is alive. Begidroi Chay Kol Chay Margish. Person, the, the definition of life, vitality, is if you feel it, if you have feelings. So if a person doesn't have spiritual feelings, it means when he does have areas, it doesn't bother him. Or the fact that he has bad midas, etc., that doesn't bother him, that means he's spiritually dead. The Musa will give you back spiritual vitality. It will be considered a chai. Chai margish. Losum l'leib. Leida chesre noisov. Leishtoikik letaknam. What is that Hergish has to be, not just a hergish of feeling guilty or bad, it's a hergish of a desire to change and to grow. So that's what one bechina that we see. So, so far we saw two things and we want to try to develop that. One more statement I just want to say that the Rabbi Sosalanta says in Mikhtav Lamed Aleph, a person doesn't change unless he feels the need to. That's human nature. So here we see two Bechinas so far of what we've been learning. Number one, if a person doesn't learn Musa, he doesn't recognize Bechlal, his flaws. He can be living with himself for 70 years and not know himself. Bechlal doesn't know himself. He doesn't know his flaws. So if you don't know your flaws, you definitely don't feel the Hechrach to change. And then there's a second thing. A person can know his flaws, but he doesn't have any spiritual feeling. It doesn't bother him. He's not a margish. So therefore, learning Musa will give him back 
the feelings of vitality and the will to change. So it's two beginners that are coming up from Limon Musa. Number one, a gilui, like he said, it's not machadish anything. It's only megale. It's a gilui. It's a revelation in understanding the human, the Teresa Odom, person himself. And secondly, it'll give him hargosha. Okay? Now I want to bring that out a little bit deeper here with another statement from Rabbi Sosalanta. In Mechtav Yudalit. He says something that's fascinating. Really fascinating. It's possible to be a person who is serving Hashem. Guy's not learning Musa, but he's on a high level of avoidance Hashem. But to change yourself from bad to good, Beloy Musa, without Musa, he kemoy bakoshos hareiya beloy ayin. It's like trying to see without an eye. V'shmiya beloy oizim. That's what he says. Let's try to understand what he's saying here. He's saying that it's possible for a person to be on a high level of avodas Hashem, but still he didn't change from bad to good. So how are you on a high level of avodas Hashem? So what, what, what would be the simple pesha in what Rabbi Shaul is saying. So simply we can say, if you remember when we started the series, we learned that Rabbi Shaul Salanta taught us that there are good midas that we do have by nature. Okay? There's also chinuch, where a person can learn good things, good behaviors, right? So if he's in the right environment, and he has his good midas by nature, or his chinuch that he had. So he's he's going, he's growing. But there's also in the panemius of the bad midas. Now, those bad midas are still around, and they're in him. Now possibly they're not coming out because they weren't triggered. For example, if a guy's learning a kolel, yeshiva and kol, so he's not in a situation where he has to uh, come into uh, encounter money. It's not in that world. So his chemdes hamomen, you don't see it. It's not coming out. Then comes the day that he has to go to work because he has to support his family. And then he starts to get involved in the money world. And all of a sudden, his chemdes hamomen comes exploding out because he never really changed himself. He just was in a good situation where things weren't triggered. So it never came out. It didn't come out. It didn't flourish. You see that sometimes in a marriage. Sometimes they have people that it's not nickering them like a bad meter. But then in the certain circumstances, certain situations, all of a sudden Kas comes out and Gaiva comes out and all kinds of problems and the meters start to surface because of the circumstance that's mechaivet to come out. So, he's basically saying you could go to some degree on auto drive, autopilot, and you could be going in an upward direction because you do have enough good meters to ride on. You have a good enough chinuch to ride on. So you're able to, to, to flourish. But if the seeds of the bad meters are not uprooted, then they will, they're still there. If they're still there, they have time, they're gonna come out. Or, they could come out in very subtle ways. 
And therefore, since the general picture of the person is good, all of a sudden, subtly covered can come out in a very subtle way. Because he never changed. You understand? And that he says you can't do without Musa. So again, that's the same concept of Musa being Megala, what a human being is, what a person learns Musa, is able to see certain ideas, and then he could identify with those ideas, and see within himself that he could have those ideas. Or, he's actually doing them, but it doesn't bother him. So the Musa will give him the Hergish. So these are the two Nakudas that comes out and live without Musa. So it's a very deep point that's happening over here. Because Ba'etzim, Rebuchum talks about some of these statements from Rabbi Yisrael in a very deep way, like the way Rabbi Rucham always does. If you want to learn it, it's a big maimer. It's in Vayikra, in page Chavchet, Talamid Aleph. You can learn the maimer there. It's a very deep maimer. But what he's grappling with is that really we know that the klal is that Barati Yetzahara, Barati Torah Tavlin. So if you, if Limura Torah should do the trick of changing a person, why do you need Limura Musa? Limura Torah should do it. Barati Yetzara, Barati Torah. Torah is learning Hill uh, Halachas, learning the Iyun of the Sugyas, learning the Dinim of the Torah, following the Dinim of the Torah. That's Torah. That you could do that without Musa. But he said, no, you can learn Torah and you can become a big person. But you're still not going to change without Limurah Musa. It's not going to uproot your midas. But you have Barati Torah, Barati Torah Tavlin. Right? Barati Yetzara, Barati Torah Tavlin. And if that's the truth, then even after Limurah Musa, you should still have to learn Torah Tavlin. You still have to know the halachas and the dinam and the Torah. It's not just good enough to learn Musa. It's not like you can have just like a psychology, take Musa and turn it into like a psychology class and learn about Yemidus, you're not going to change like that. You have to learn Torah. So the basic assertion is that it's an A to a B. That means at the end of the day, you need the Torah Tavlin to change. Without Torah, you're not going to change. But without Limud musad, you're not going to see anything in the Torah that's about you. That's the combination. You need Limud musa which is a form of learning, because it's all built on Chazal and everything, but it's it's to bring to your light certain realities that you wouldn't see when you read the actual Torah itself. And it's, it brings you back feeling that makes you have to change, because if you don't have feelings, you don't feel the need to change. And then you go into the Torah and you have to tackle, learn the halachas and the dinim of the inyonim that you're weaken. Otherwise you can't actually achieve because you need the Torah Tavlin part. You can't do it without. It's not a one-sided thing. Right? Let's say you learn Shmir Salashab and the Chafetz Chaim and you learn all the Musar about keeping Lashonara. It's not going to help. You have to also learn the Halachas and the Dinim. And the, and the Dinim and the Halachas are not just going to be rules the dinam and Allah is going to teach you how to balance your kachas hanefesh. It's a very deep mm-hmm. thing. The Torah itself is megala, how to live in the depth of the person. But you have to see how the Torah applies to you. I'll give you a marshal, okay, to, to, just to bring it out a little bit. Once I was talking to a father who did every single thing wrong in Chinuch you could do, he did. Okay? Everything wrong. Nothing right. 
So I thought that the guy is just clueless. Doesn't know anything. Doesn't know the sugya. So I'm trying to tell him one year side. From, I quote a sefer. I said, this sefer, it says, kach v'kach yisayid. He says, I know that. I learned the sefer. It was talking about bucking the sefer. I was testing him. He knew the sefer. So the guy knew the whole sefer, but he didn't do one thing right. Because he didn't understand how that sefer applied to him. Because in the sefer, it just says, kolom. doesn't give you every single scenario that's possible to come out of. For that, you have to be a lumbin. You have to see the reality of what's going on in your life and see how it pertains to you, and then you have to bring it out. You can know Yedias, Klolim, but it doesn't help you in a practical way, right? So the Torah speaks in a very general sense. It's Klolim. It's, it's Megala of things, but if you don't know how to take it and bring it down to earth and see how you fit in and how it talks to you, and the whole thing goes right above your head. So the Limit Musa is to help you translate it and to see it and to internalize it and to make it nogeya to you. That's the point. There's a Gemara that says, that Hashem says, uh, the Gemara brings a posse, You saw me with one eye. It's talking about Maimed Sinai. Hashem opened all the Zion Rikim and He showed them all the truth. And he gave them the Torah. And he's Megala everything to them. But that's like vision with one eye. One eye vision you could see, but it's not the same depth. You don't see all the depth and the angles and everything. That You need two eyes, right? When does it become that you know me with two eyes? That's when you keep the Torah. So that doesn't make sense to us at all. Because the Chayra, the Havana, the Seichel is complete. And now you have to do the behaviors, Right? How does it become a deeper understanding when you have to practically apply it? So you see from the Gemara that to take it from the process of from raw Chochmah to Chochmah in Lamaisa, how to deal with the obstacles, how to apply it to you, how to, how to go through it in a practical way, that's more Chochmah. It's more Chochmah. So it comes out that Limud Musa is a higher darga of Chochmah than Torah. It's taking Torah to a deeper level. It's taking Torah to La'asik Shmait Salim I'll try to explain that to you. I know these are very high musagim for some of you. I'm going to try to explain again. Let's say you learn Chveistit, you learn Ksubis. Ksubis Davtas. And you learn about a Chazoka, Chazoka the Mikora, Chazoka the Hashta. And you're in yeshiva, you're learning Nosham Ezekiel. And you hear Rav Shalom Haimans word, and they're there, they're Bikiba Egan, the Chuvas, and the Lomdas. Well, they have all the Lomdas, right? However, you would not be able to paskin a Shaila off that Lomdas yet. The Lomdas is Lomdas. But if you be able to process it to such a deep step, that you can be able to fataycha halacha and shulchanorachas and hilchas nida invest this, let's say. Or something like that. And it's practical. And you can, you can be mechadish avoid. Halach lemaisa. Right? That means you understood it in such a deep level that you were able to take it out of the abstract and put it into the practical in a halach lemaisa. That's called lahasik shmaitz alibad hilchasa. Lahasik shmaitz alibad hilchasa doesn't mean that you learn bottom line halachas. 
If you learn Yalkut uh, Yosef or something like that, that's not Lahasak Shmaitz, I'll leave it the Hilchasa. That's just learning Halacha Psuka, but you still can't paskin from a Halacha Psuka, right? So what's called Lahasak Shmaitz, I'll leave it the Hilchasa? If you can develop the Sugya in an organic way, let it grow out of the Sugya, all along this, until you can Machadish Halacha Lamaisa, that means your Havana is much deeper, right? Mm-hmm. So when you learn uh, Musr, or you learn Halachas, or you learn Torah, and concepts, right? They're only concepts. You need to be able to process the concepts to practical. 2024, 23, where are we holding? 23 still? 2023. Today's day and age issues. Your issues. You're a teenager. You're 20. You're 30. Your wife, your kids, your, your, your mechanic, right? Where are you getting all the, the halach lamaisa from? How, how do you pass in Allah Lamaisa? That means if you process the information to a point where it's so clear that you understand the Gedorim and how to apply them, and you bring them down to your life, that means you really understand it. It's not abstract. It's a much deeper understanding. That's called Lahasik Shmaitz Alibadilchasa. Musa is supposed to do that for you. It's supposed to make it practical. It's supposed to make it down to earth. So again, these are the two beginners of Musa. That means without Torah, you can't change. Barat Yetzirah, Torah Tavlin, you can't change. Correct? But Torah is very, very abstract. It's not Nogayan to you. Right? So how do you make Torah Nogayan to you? That's the Chelek of Limut, called Limut Amusa. That's the Chelek called the Masik Shmaitza, Limut the Hilchisa, in Hilchis Limut of Hashkafa and Midas and everything is how to bring it home. The second part of Musa is that after a while we lose our religious vitality. We have no feeling. The Musa will bring the feeling back because it's the second side of the same coin. Because when you could see it down to earth, to yourself, so then you realize you have a chesaron. A human being, by nature, when he sees he has a chesaron, he wants to change. That's what he gets his emotions to want to change. So Musa has both those chalakim. That's what Rabbi Salat is saying. It's a very deep thing. So people can go their whole life and shayich that you can be going for years and you're growing. You're growing. You're doing good in yeshiva. You're doing good in kolel. You're doing good. That's what he says over there in Mechtav Yudal. But really you didn't change. And maybe you're not going to notice it. But one day you're going to have a challenge in business. One day you're going to have a challenge in your house. One day you're going to have a challenge somewhere in your life. And all of a sudden, the trigger is going to be there and all this stuff are going to come out. So you can't go around learning Musa. You can't go around it. It's impossible. That's what we saw Salantas Shita. You can't go around it. Impossible. It would be trying to do, seeing something without an eye. We'll be trying to listen to something without an ear. That's something that's impossible. You got it? Okay, we'll stop here for today.